Praise the Lord. Thank you for your kindness. Um, God bless you all. All right. Uh, can we put up on the screen Micah chapter 2? The Lord uh, has already done some incredible things today. And um, it's uh, we had a brief meeting before service, and I listed out the things that I felt God wanted to do. And he's already done the things that I felt except for this last thing and uh, it's not going to take us very long I promise you what Micah chapter 2 we're going to talk about the breakthrough of the Lord and the parats that um, we're going to be enjoying in this year you know this year in uh, in our annual progression of years is is really honoring the spirit of glory and of God God's been speaking to us about his presence, and um, we were asking God this weekend for the privilege of his presence, and I think that um, all things being equal, Wednesday Night Live this week will be a message about his presence, and um, so make sure you tune into that. But essentially, I feel that you you know from the study of scripture that you cannot separate breakthrough from the idea of parets and parats. Everything that has been said today thus far are also dynamic principles of the word. I have enjoyed and received it. But in addition to them, parets and parats is something that we have cherished. And I, I think that we are at a, a crux point of our standing in the gap, Peretz. Uh, first of all, in the timing of the Lord, everything that he has led us through to this point has been a Peretz measure of standing in the gap, establishing gaps uh, by his leading, and doing what we need to do to, to bring about what is pleasing in the Lord as the tabernacle of David. But We as a saints network and as the world are about in the timing of the Lord to move forth into breakthrough the parats of God. Secondly, over these past few years with the COVID visitation upon the world, we have very much been in a measure of parats, both as a nation, as a saints network, and as individuals. And during that time, God has been influencing us regarding whether we would stand in the gap, whether we would be faithful to him in the gap, not just standing, but doing what is necessary there in the gap. And I think that this year of breakthrough is really a a moving forth in the parats of breakthrough on behalf of what we've just known. So there are at least two ways that we've stood in the gap in parats. One has been us as a saints network over a span of time, which for God has been less than that snap of the finger. But secondly, um, these past couple of years, which have been holding pattern years, but we've been very busy, but uh, those have been somewhat of a Peretz. And again, it's tested us as a church and as churches. It's tested us as individuals. It's tested us as a network. But now it's time. So, Micah 2, verse 13, the breaker, Prots, has come up before them. They, they have broken up. There it is again. 
and have passed through the gate and are gone out by it, their king shall pass before them and the Lord on the head of them. I think that this is absolutely a wonderful promise for us as we enter into this new year. I, I reiterate what Peratz represents in the Old Testament. It represents expansion. You cannot have Peratz without Peretz. If you're not standing in the gap, there's not going to be any breaker. That's just the, the way it is. That, that's just the way it is. Everybody likes these. Is, this is a stem winder verse. Bless God, I tell you, the breaker has gone up before him. Who is that? Jesus. And he's at the head of the army. How many of you love the fact? And off they go. But you talk about standing in the gap. Oh, not so much. No, no, no. But you can't have the parats without the parats. And so we have, to, we have to investigate ourselves. Am I doing what I need to do in the parats of my life? And, um, and I believe that, that this network, this people has done that. So the parats, it indicates expansion. It indicates the, the increase of possessions. These are scriptures <laughs> where parats is used. It indic indicates building up. It indicates birthing. It indicates the new wine. It indicates also God defending the gap. That's so important. The Perez Uza is, is such a signature thing, even amongst David, even amongst the king. I mean, God is going to protect what the, the Perez has been. And, and I think that we're going to see that in ways that we've never seen before. Um, we need to believe that, you know, Les was just talking about regarding the smiting of the arrows. I think we need to believe that God is going to rise up and be a defender in ways that we've never seen. And you need to believe that in your life. You need to believe that in your household. You need to believe that over everything that you are. Not walk in fear. As we take these steps forward, God is our protector. And He will defend, because He loves you, but first and foremost, He will defend His name. He will defend what He has asked you to represent. He will defend us as we go forward. And, and, and again, I want to just touch on this, but... Your identity before the Lord, your praying in the Spirit activates the Spirit within, that friend, that entire friend principle. And, and I was studying the other day, and I was looking at James when he spoke about there is one God. Even the demons believe and tremble. And, and I was amazed to see that tremble there is a derivative of friend. It's only used once in the New Testament. It's a derivative of what goes on in our spirit in commune with God's spirit. And that's the only time it's used. And you'll see, if you look it up, which some of you are doing right now, you'll see that it means to shake. It, it, means, to, uh, it means to be petrified. But in the language of the people, it also was used as a, a word that meant that you're so alarmed that the hairs on the back of your neck go up. And what does that mean? 
your place in communing with God, letting the Spirit pray through your spirit in tongues and unknown tongues and diversities of tongues, your commune with the Father is something that the enemy is so petrified by that he will try to stop it every way that he can. And the demons, but there is one God, one God, not cosmic Christ, one God, only one. And the demons believe, pistueo, but that is also Amon. They know what goes on at the right hand of God. They know what we have been called to do. They believe that, and that interaction of the mysteries of God as you pray, and as you let the Spirit within pray in those tongues, the demons are petrified at that. And that's, that's the only time that I've seen in Scripture where you can, you know, we, as all the things we studied about unknown tongues and diversities of tongues, the wonders of the myriad things God has shown. Here is a verse that speaks about the impact in the core of the demonic. Now, you wonder why the devil wants to keep you from being on your face praying in tongues. You wonder why the enemy has tried to stop this house and the houses of the saints from fulfilling that Pentecostal gift and that diversities of tongues gift. They are petrified by that. Our weapon of communing with God, His mysteries in these tongues, is, is something that not only defeats the enemy, but causes them to be in fear. So, take a checkpoint. What has God established you to be an intercessor? What gift did He give you as saints? Diversities of tongues. What gift did He give the church? Unknown tongues. What has he called you to do before the throne at the right hand? To pray, to seek God. The enemy is petrified by that. James, of all people, said it. The one-off of Scripture. It's every, whenever those one-off Scriptures, off principles are there, you better pay attention to them. The, pa the great pastor of the church of Jerusalem, brother of the Lord, he says that, and I believe he ought to know that. So let's take a look at our lives. No matter what else you do, are you faithful in praying every day in the Spirit? We must do that. We must do that. No ifs, ands, ors, or buts. So God will defend that. And we need to, we need to be very faithful to keep that gap of intercession rolling. And the final way that I wanted to touch on, we've studied this in the past, been many years ago. Um, the final thing I want to touch on is this, that you'll see that word used to describe urging somebody, insisting upon somebody, and you're going to need to insist upon yourself. There's a great battle. There's a lot of influences that try to take us out of what we're we're supposed to be doing. The things that you gave up when you first started this walk decades ago, there's a lot of new things that have not come into agreement with your commitment. Look, it's up to us, and we have to insist in the break, in, in, in the Peretz, our gap, that we're doing everything God's called us to do there, 
in order for this parats to go. We've got to insist upon it ourselves, and we need to be an example to others, and we need to hold one another accountable. Not preach at one another, but hold one another accountable. We need to urge upon our identity, individually and as a people, that we're going to remain faithful in the Peretz because the breaker is moving. See? This is working. This is, this is what's coming. It's here. This is the year of His presence. And in His presence, in that Exodus passage, makes the way then for the glory and us being under His hand in the, in the gap of God's choosing. And, and so we have to understand this. So I declare this over all of us as a saints network. I declare it over this house. I declare it over the houses of the saints. The breaker is at the head, and he's moving. He is moving now. It is time. And I declare this breakthrough mentality. And in so many ways, it's been said so powerfully already this morning. I sum it up by saying, the breaker is at the head. We're going with him. Amen? I declare that over all of you. And, and again, it's been said so many ways. This has been a day, an entire sermon. But this is from Micah. And this is what God says. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you today that we have this privilege of partnering with you. I thank you. How can I thank you? An old Andre Crouch song. How can I say thanks for the things you've done for me? Things so undeserved, yet you came and gave your love and your life for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am and ever hope to be, I owe it all to you. To God be the glory. That's our song. And I speak that over all of the saints. And I thank you, Father, from this house. Thank you. Let us be your representatives in this year, and let us be faithful to it. Individually, we've already made that commitment. Corporately, we make that commitment. And before the courts of heaven, now, we make that commitment. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, and we, we inaugurate this new year for your glory. And we love you. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Breakthrough, it's yours. Amen? You ready for it? All right. Thank you for being here on this New Year's Day. God bless you all. We love you. Thank you for joining with us, Saints Network. And um, we love you too. So have a wonderful New Year. Happy New Year.